Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with Shannon Curry, the head football coach of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. Well, Coach, there is no sugarcoating it. When you go to Mankato, you better be ready to play. Um, your guys did not have a very good day last Saturday. In a nutshell, what did you walk away from that uh, game thinking about, and what was what, what things did not go your way that you needed to? Another game that just wasn't uh, a lot of fun, honestly. You know, they're a good team. Uh, we knew that. They're their 16th-ranked team for a reason. Um, you know, I, I thought our defense actually played better just, to, just in general. I mean, there's a lot of different variables in the course of a game offensively we didn't help our defense whatsoever you know um, other teams that have had success against Mankato have thrown a ball successfully and so we we thought we would also go down that route and we put a lot of a lot of responsibility on our receiving court last week and we we probably played as poor of a receipt from a receiver standpoint as any game yet this year um, we had nine drops so you know 41 percent of the balls thrown were dropped um, it was kind of a wet, rainy day, so not the ideal day for a passing game. And I don't think Mankato completed a lot of balls either. But um, so that was unfortunate. And then we just, uh, you know, we didn't run the ball well enough to say, hey, we need to run the ball. Um, they just overpowered us up front. Their defense line is made for the, the run. Um, the defense, we didn't give up as many, you know, consistent seven, eight-yard gains in a run game. We, like the first possession, we forced a three and out, which was great. Uh, the next possession, we fought, we had a we had 21 missed tackles on the day, so that was something that stood out. Um, and we we actually had more rushing yards against Mankato than we have in the the five years we played them here. You know, Mankato's been a powerhouse in the league. You know, they're fully funded. They have a great atmosphere. Um, you know, Concordia's we beat them one time out of the last 11 years. So, um, you know, we have some work to do to get ourselves to that level. But uh, and they don't play freshmen. You know, I'm not sure there's any freshman playing for them. Um, yet we started six freshmen off, and so I thought we ended the, the game well. Brandon Marenko was a freshman running back that provided a spark. He hit the hole hard, and he ended up scoring a touchdown in the game, like a 38 yard run. Uh, and that, that the way he ran the ball, that mindset inspired some other running backs. So I'm, I'm expecting to see our running backs continue to get better at hitting the holes and being more aggressive. So that's something else I think we've taken out from that game. Um, you know, Preston Piltop played phenomenal. Um, you know, he's covered up their best receiver all day in man coverage and, and did a great job. Um, our right guard, Matt Montgomery, played winning football. And then we had a variety of other guys. Uh, this, we have a freshman, Sam Packer. Caden Barnes was a, also had a winning performance. Dalton Smirchek, uh, Andrew Ignarski, who had a pick, uh, played winning football. And then uh, in the defense line, Mel Judy had 41 plays and zero busts. So that was huge. That's improvement for him. Um, and then uh, Richard Ficasello also played winning football. So we had some guys play well, but it's a team game. And we need, we need a lot more guys to play that sort of football to win, win against good teams. So, you know, we, we came out of there like, hey, we, you know, we have to get better. And we just, I mean, I know it's cliche, but, Every, every week you have to decide how you're going to bounce back and you can use those losses and the feelings from the losses as fuel for motivation to find ways to do more, you know, to, to do extra things or change the way you approach the game. 
uh, but we have to find ways to quicken our growth because the young kids need to grow as quickly as we possibly can get them to grow. And that's what we're trying to do. You don't want to make excuses, but you, you do, as you say, you guys play a lot of freshmen. Uh, you play a lot of young guys with that don't have experience. Um, but it's a, it, there's growing pains when you, uh, when you go through something like this. Um, how have the seniors and the players who have been around three, four years, how have they reacted in this situation, knowing that you're having to play these young guys, um, you know, in order to fill holes that you probably hadn't had to fill in the last couple of years? Well, we don't have a lot of seniors, and that's, that's part of the problem. Um, but the ones we do have have been very positive. You know, they're encouraging other guys. They've been team oriented. Um, so they, they uh, get it. Uh, we're just trying to develop more vocal leadership and you know, get more players to hold the standard of what it takes to be great. You know, if it's a practice standard or an expectation of wearing your helmet at all times in practice or, um, you know, just little details, I guess that's what, you know, it's little things. And I think, in the movie, uh, any given Sunday, Sunday, there was a speech about it's a game of inches and it really is, you know, it's a game of inches every day. You know, how do we get extra inches today on a Thursday, um, you know, or Monday or Tuesday and, you know, those inches all add up and they do correlate to what you do on Saturday. So we're just trying to find ways to keep you know, trying to find ways to get better. And it's really hard to measure improvement, but that's really what we're after every week. Uh, but in the, the guys that are upperclassmen have done a great job of just trying to stay positive. The culture is good. Uh, the morale is high. You know, I should say the, the, the morale is high yet. Obviously people want to win and be successful because they put a lot of time into it. And, and uh, we spend a lot of time as a coaching staff, have as many one-on-one meetings as we possibly can to help guys look at ways they can get better um, to, to encourage the players, you know, and help them recognize that sometimes going through these times is an opportunity to grow and, I had a conversation with one of our young defensive linemen that's injured today. And he, he said, we, you know, we work really hard and like, well, you, you think you worked hard, you know, but when in the summer, you know, we can't, we have to have more than 29 guys miss one or less workouts in the course of the summer. We need hundred of you not missing more than one workout. So we're trying to help educate the players. What it does it take to be great? Because everybody, we all, we all think that we're, doing everything we possibly can. We all think that we're work so hard and sometimes what we're doing maybe just isn't quite good enough. And we have to find ways to improve that process. And that's part of our growth as well. You mentioned uh, several players who you thought played winning football last Saturday. Um, and, and I know you want to accentuate the positive when and if possible. Um, how do you do that? What is the process for breaking down the video? Do you have somebody who specifically looks or does each position coach specifically look at their game film and say, you know, this guy played winning football. This guy did what would he, what it needs to have, what needs to happen for us to win. How, how, what's the process for picking that, picking those individual uh, performances out? Yeah, that's, that's a great, that's a great question. It's, it's certainly not subjective. So on defense, we have a really good grading system. The staff does that together, the defensive staff, you know, players get points for, tackles, tackles for loss, pass breakups, interceptions, et cetera. And they also lose points for missed tackles, for a bust in their assignment. And then in the end, on defense, if you have a positive grade, you, you play winning football. And 
Um, therefore, that system is really simple. It's not subjective. It's pretty objective. You know, you have to be, you have to bring value to the defense to play winning football. If you don't, then you played, you didn't play winning football. So defensively, it's always been a real good system. On offense, we go more about, we want to grade 90% or better for an offensive player. So as we watch the video, you know, the player gets a one or a zero based on what happened. You know, if he didn't get the job done, as we need it to be done to, to win the play, then that's a zero. If he did, then it's a one. And then he caught up all their, all their plays and is a percent above 90%. If so, it's winning football. Um, each of the offensive coaches does that Sunday prior of our offensive staff meeting. And then in our offensive staff meeting, we create a, an Excel sheet with each play. Why didn't the play work? You know, so if we can see some common trends, it allows us then to work on those specific things you know, in the course of the practice week. So we try, really try to find out why things didn't work and then make a plan to improve them. And obviously as coaches, we're responsible too. So if we have a common issue, you know, then maybe we're not communicating well enough. We're not coaching well enough. Um, so we're all in this together. It's not just the players and the coaches are, are exempt from that. We're all part of the wins and we're all part of the losses. Uh, and it starts with me, of course. So, you know, it's just trying to keep everybody focused on, addressing what needs to be changed and then making the changes and, and adding ways of trying to do things better. You know, this week we incorporated some extra meeting time uh, for our players to, our, our skilled players to come in and learn the stuff better, watch more video. And, and I think that's helped because we need to play confidently too. You know, when you watch us play, you don't see the, you just don't see the confidence, you know, we're, we're sometimes looking intimidated and, and I don't like the look of that. I want the players to be a lot more confident uh, because that body language is really evident by the opponent as well. So we're just trying to be a lot more confident. And because if you think you can do it, you will. Uh, yeah. You know, those yeah. are all parts. Those are all variables that we're, we're focused on. All right. Let's take a break right now. We're going to bring on a couple of your players, Preston Piltoff, the uh, senior cornerback, and then freshman kicker Sam uh, Henson out of Owatonna. We're going to talk to them. You and I will return after that. We are talking to Shannon Courier. He is the head football coach here on the Coaches Show from Concordia St. Paul. Back with more after this timeout. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Goldmare fans, did you know that the Coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. Wally Langfellow joined now by a couple of players. Uh, Preston Piltoff, he is a senior defensive back for the Golden Bears. And kicker Sam Henson, who hails from Owatonna, and he is a freshman this year. Freshman football, anyway. He uh, part of the 
squad last year, but of course it's a COVID year for uh, several players and Sam's one of them. Um, let's start out with you, uh, Preston's senior season of college football. I know this has not gone the way you had hoped. Um, what have you uh, learned about uh, your football team and yourself thus far this year? Um, well, I mean, you know, we started off pretty slow, but uh, I think we all know that. So that's the best thing about it. We're all still ready to play hard. And um, we know we still can battle for the North, which starts this week. So honestly, it's like another season starting up. So that's the best thing of, best of both worlds for both the offense and defense, knowing that we're still in play. And um, if we go out and play and execute at a high level, we can still make something happen. I'm going to put it as simple as possible for you. What happened um, in Mankato last weekend? Um, honestly, it was it's just about all levels of playing hard. And um, once once one level slacks off, then, you know, it tends to lead on to the, the rest of the levels on the defense and uh, offense as well. And I think, um, you know, we came out pretty well. And then just the foot went off the gas. And, you know, with a team like that, very disciplined, very well coached, right. uh, coming out for their homecoming, you know, it, it wasn't going to be easy. And we knew that. But we knew if we couldn't keep our foot on the gas pedal the whole entire game, that it would be a long day. And that's what happened. We let off the gas, and, and it was a long night. So Yeah. Um, Sam, your uh, first year technically in college football, um, because obviously last year because of COVID, you guys didn't have any games. Uh, what have your what have been your impressions so far? What's what's been the biggest difference from you for you from uh, high school to college football? Well, yeah, it's uh, very different from high school. You know, the atmosphere, the players, everyone's just a little bit bigger than they were in high school. Everyone's a little bit faster, but honestly, it's we're still just playing football at the end of the day, and everyone everyone is has the same goals of being great. And honestly, I think this is a great team and. We can definitely be great. What um, in high school did you play any other positions other than kicking the football? No. So how it, how it well, we did it at Oatana, It was I got to play soccer at the same time. So I would go to oh, football wow. practice like once a week, and I was at soccer the rest of the week. And then except on Fridays, I was with football. So you made a decision to play football in college instead of soccer. Or was yeah. were you just better as a, a football kicker than you were as a soccer player? So soccer, I was actually a first team all state soccer player my senior year. So you were pretty good at soccer. So why 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 aren't you playing soccer in college? So I had a school I really wanted to go to, being Dayton University, and it didn't end up working out with ACT score. I needed to get it higher, and I couldn't, and so my dad played college football and I was like, you know what? I want to give it a go. Cause I wasn't, it wasn't like I was terrible in high school. You know, I, I made it here. So I was like, you know what, dad, I'm going to give football a go. And coach career came calling one day and I was like, that's the guy I want to play for. And um, what has been your experience thus far? What have you liked about um, well, football in general, as opposed to playing soccer? Um. I would say football is a lot more family, you know, because everyone's going out there every day of practice. They're hitting each other. But at the end of the day, it's still a brotherhood. And especially here at Concordia, you know, everyone loves each other. It's a big family here. Hmm. Preston, um, Sam says that it, you guys have a good family atmosphere on the club. 
uh, as a senior, it's probably incumbent on you to keep that going. What, as a senior and as a leader on the team, what types of things do you guys do to make sure guys like Sam are on board, um, you know, even though you guys have struggled thus far this year? Oh, man. Um, it just starts from from meeting rooms. Uh, everyone collectively taking notes, um, asking questions for, for the older guys, because a lot of the younger guys don't like to speak up sometimes because either they're embarrassed or, you know, they just had, don't have that that big, big up to say something. So, you know, we, we all try to keep it as collective as one. Um, a senior is a senior, but freshmen can say their word too. So we try to stay as close together on the field. We'll, we'll be locked in and, and everyone's getting as equal as reps as a senior would. Um, we just like to keep it very orientated where everyone's equal. And um, even if you're a, you're one of the high top quality players, uh, we're still all one. So at the end of the day, we just try to keep it as close as possible. And the footprint of this of this club is widespread. Um, so Sam comes from Owatonna. You come from Delray Beach, Florida. Um, what was your connection? Why did you end up coming from Delray Beach, Florida, to uh, St. Paul to play college football? Um, uh, just you know, coming out of junior college, uh, losing a lot of Division One offers from um, graduating late um, in my JUCO career and. You know, just knowing that D2 would probably be the best route for me. Um, I just was in contact with Coach Courier. It was between um, Central Missouri, which is a pretty good powerhouse football team, and uh, Coach Courier and the Golden Bears. And, um, you know, I, I, I kind of went on a late visit to Central Missouri, and, I, you know, they, they showed me a lot of love, but it was more of a connection that I felt with Coach Stern and Coach Bond and, and these guys up here in um, St. Paul. So it led me here with more of the family orientated and how close the group was. What are you studying? Uh, criminal justice. What are you going to do with that? Uh, I hope to, to do like Homeland Security if, uh, if I don't um, end up playing in the next level. So you still want to play football after this? Oh, oh yeah, but definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, what's been the uh, – what types of things – did you know personally you had to improve on this year um, as a player and have you achieved some of those things? Uh, yeah, honestly, I feel like I've been playing uh, very well this season uh, individually. Uh, obviously I don't like to look at individually. I'd rather have it be a group outlook, but sure. individually I feel like um, I've been playing really well. I've, I've showed a lot of skill um, coming in. I've been playing a lot of man to man, what I really wanted to play coming in this year and coach, uh, Coach Stern has given me that that go to either play on or off whenever I want to. So, I mean, that obviously shows, obviously shows that I've improved a lot in my game over the summer to come in and, and basically do what I want to do on, on a defensive perspective. So, yeah, um, I just feel like I got my footwork a lot better compared to what I was in 2019. And um, I just look at myself from 2019 film to, to now, and I just kind of – I don't even see the same person. It's kind of like – scary to look at but um yeah I feel like I've, I've grown tremendously like maturely mature wise and and just football wise as well so so uh and one more question in that in that regard so when you feel like you've you're you've improved as a player and you're more comfortable playing that corner position do you feel like you can play more press coverage then because of what you've learned over the last couple of years oh yeah oh definitely I think um Right now, my bread and butter is press coverage. Um, and um, I don't know if I could have said that going into last year, 
but I think it just all started with a confidence issue with our secondary. We didn't believe that everyone could play man. And, um, you know, this year they, they told us we're playing man. And I feel like that really just ingrained us to be like, okay, we have to play man and we have to lock in and we have to do the little things like look at the hip feet first hand second. And, and after that coach bond has grown tremendously as a, as a coach and he's pushed us so hard and, from that, from COVID to now. And, and it's just, it's really improved us all one-on-one. Sam, what are you studying? I'm studying sport management and I'm looking at also minoring in finance. Okay. And any idea what you want to do with that or? Uh, possibly athletic director or sport agent for now, but I mean, I still got a long time, so that could always sure. change. Sure. Um, so what do you do in practice? What is what do you do in practice as a kicker? What what types of things are you are you working on? Is there a lot of standing around? Is there no standing around? What as a kicker? What what is a college football practice like for you? So I get out there normally 15 minutes early and I stretch and get the body ready. And then I get like the first 10 minutes before everyone else is out there to kick on the field by myself. Yep. And then along with our punter who comes out too. And then uh the team goes through some things that they do and then there's a team stretch and then we go right into our specials period, which is me kicking off, kicking off to the returners. And then right after that, every day we go over field goal and PAT. And so Preston's out there too with me, you know, Preston's giving me a good look every day, trying to come block my kicks. And after that, it kind of depends on the day. Some days we punt team, some days we'll do kick, kick return and kickoff. But otherwise, yeah, there's a lot of standing around. Uh, you know, you got to keep yourself busy, make yourself look busy sometimes. Have you um, have you punted before at all, or, or would you punt if they're in an emergency situation, or are you str- are you straightly just a kicker? So in high school, I practiced punting quite a bit, but my soccer coach would never let me do it, <laughs> thinking I was going to get hurt doing it. So uh, last year, I came in, I did it a little bit, but now that we have a real a real great punter in Parker Dolman. Uh, I'm kind of the emergency guy if he's ever sure. to get hurt. But I mean, I can do it, but I'd rather kick. Yeah, you're right. What's your longest field goal in a game? In a game, it actually was at Winona State, 48 yards. Wow. Okay. And what about uh, in practice? Have you kicked it over 50 in practice? Oh yeah, I think the longest I hit in practice was 56, and that was in fall camp. Oh, that's that's impressive. That's good. You might have a job someday in, uh, after college if you can kick it 56 yards. <laughs> That's the <laughs> <Consistently>. goal. <laughs> so, um, all right, real quick, Preston, what do you know about uh, Bemidji? Obviously, you guys are at home, and we've talked about this in the past. you got to protect your home field. you got homecoming, the whole deal. Um, what do we know about uh, Bemidji? Uh, we know that they got a really great quarterback, and uh, he really likes to sling the rock. Um, I heard that from a couple of teammates, he was getting looked at by Florida State out of high school. So we know he's the real deal. We watched film on him a lot this week. Uh, they got a pretty good receiving core. They like to throw the ball a lot. And we know that we'll be tested a lot this week. It's homecoming. Uh, I remember two years ago, I had the game winning interception on them yes. and, uh, that to win the game. So I know that it's a lot of bad blood with them and it's homecoming as well. So it's going to be a hard game. Um, I feel like we're ready. We've been practicing really hard this week. Um, no one's really down. It's, it still seems like we, we have a lot of hope and, and a lot of energy. So uh, it's going to be a good one. All right. 
Well, good luck to you guys. We appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again later on in the season. Thank you. Yeah, thank right. you. They are Preston Piltoff and Sam Henson here on Minnesota Score Radio. The Coaches Show will be back with Coach Shannon Courier right after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And the Coaches Show continues. Wally Langfellow along with head football coach Shannon Courier from the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. All right, Coach, uh, it's homecoming week. Um, You're back at home at Seafoam Stadium against a Bemidji team that two years ago you beat in this very same setting at home. Um, what do you know about the 2021 version of this uh, Bemidji team that comes in at three and two? You know, they're a very good team. You know, every team in this league seems to be improved uh, from 19. Um, Bemidji State's three and two. Like you mentioned, they beat Sioux Falls. They beat Wayne State. They beat Minot. Um, they lost a close one to Mankato. It was tied up 24 in the third quarter. Uh, so they mm-hmm. gave Mankato a run uh, a few weeks ago. And then they lost to Augustana a couple weeks ago. Um, also a good team. And, and again, we're just trying to find a way to start faster, to get some momentum, you know, create some of our own breaks initially. We haven't scored on the first drive yet. So that's something we need to do. Um, but they're a good, they're a really good offense. They're able to run the football. Their quarterback is one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. He's overcome a couple of knee surgeries, Brandon Alt from Park High's Grove. And then their defense is just really aggressive. They move a lot. Uh, they have a good linebacker, linebacker play. Their defense line is stout. Um, you know, we, we just, again, we have to do what we're supposed to be doing because oftentimes it's not always the opponent that that uh, causes us to, to have failure. It's our own, um, you know, mistakes that we make of maybe getting in the right gap or um, just the, maybe the, the technique that we're playing with. So we're just trying to really focus on our growth. So regardless of who we play against, we can give them our best shot. And that's, that's what we're looking for on Saturday. Uh, tell me about their quarterback. Uh, you, we just heard Preston uh, talk about the fact that he does like to sling it around. He had some D1 opportunities, um, but here he is playing for Bemidji, and they, they do like to throw the football. Um, what do you know about this kid? Yeah, he's a, he's, like I said, he's a very good player. He had a lot of um, you know, opportunities come out of, out of high school. Um, he overcame some personal situations in high school to, um, to, to rebound now at Bemidji State. You know, and then the two knee surgeries, you know, it's devastating. Um, so I, I admire his persistence and his uh, perseverance here uh, that he's showing. But he's got a big arm. The ball comes out of his arm quickly. He can throw the ball at various arm angles. Uh, just very intelligent and has demonstrated the abilities to pick some defenses apart. So it'll be very challenging for us. And they have 
You have a couple of backs that run hard as well and a solid offensive line that protects Brandon really well too. Uh, so they're, they're one of the better offense teams in the league and we, we have our, you know, we have our hand spots for sure. Yeah. And, and when you play a team like this, that can do both, that can air it out and can run the football. Um, what's your message to your, uh, to your defensive team? What, let, let me put it this way. What kind of strategy do you employ uh, against a team like this? Do you have to mix up your blitzes? Do, do, you, do you play different coverages? How, what, what exactly do you do? That's a great question. We have to stop the run always. It always starts there because if a team, even if it's a throwing team, even though they throw the ball well, if, if they're able to run the ball for four, five, six yards a pop, you know, they're, they're going to continue running the football. So we, it always starts every week stopping the run. And, and a part of that's on the offense. We need to run the football as well and keep the time, keep the ball away from them um, as well and not just go three and out like we did at Mankato State. Um, so I feel like, you know, it's a combination of playing complementary football. You know, we have to get better special teams play. We, we haven't won the special teams game yet this year either. You know, so we're all just due uh, to, come, to come alive. And but in defense, the football starts, it starts stopping the run and force them into passing situations. And then you can be more creative with your with your pressures and your coverages if you have them in a third long down situations. And and we did have uh, I think it was 10 times we had Mankill State in third and 10 um, and they converted six, which is way too Ooh. high. Uh, but but the start is to get them there. You know, so we get them in a third and 10 and now, you know, now we're to we give ourselves a better chance of being successful because offensively that's not a very good high percentage situation being third and 10, but yeah, stop the run. Yeah. Um, you mentioned special teams and how that has to excel. Uh, you've got a couple of young guys as your punter and kicker. One of them we just had on Sam Henson. What do you like about his leg? I, I like the personality first off, you know, just a high quality kid, high character, motivated, both Parker and Sam are, are committed to, to excellence. They really work hard. It's important to them. I think as coaches, and I mean, coaches are human too. And, and I try to, I guess I try to treat them all the best I can, but I always gravitate to the guys that really care a lot. You know, the guys that are more committed to the team, the guys that serve their teammates, the guys that demonstrate good leadership, um, the guys that hold the standards, you know, those are the guys that the coaches typically appreciate the most just because that's how, that's how we continue to function and improve. Um, so I like those two guys because they're young and ambitious. Um, they're very talented, of course, and, you know, their personalities aren't what got them on the field. It's their ability to kick. But Sam, uh, as a true freshman, he was one year ahead of Parker. He came in the COVID, the COVID year, and, you know, he had a, a, a decent freshman fall, but he really picked it up in the spring because of hard work. Then he had a fantastic summer for us, and he's done really, really well for us here. I was our special teams part of the week last week. Um, and then Parker just has a big time leg. Um, you know, we're putting him on the field way too many times, you know, so he's, he's leading the, the conference in yardage, which is not a good thing. Cause that means you're punting too many times. Yeah. Um, but I like his ability and he's long, he's got long levers. Um, those two guys will definitely become some of the top specialists in the league, you know, as time goes on. All right. Uh, homecoming, any final parting thoughts on uh, how important it is to, at least put on a good show, if not win the football game? Absolutely. I mean, it's, I think that's one thing our players learn as we go is there's so many people that watch us, follow us. Um, you know, so when you, when you're not successful, it, it, it hurts because you, you let other people down. Um, we appreciate all the support that we get. Um, and, and, and I know we'll be back, you know, at the top again. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, when. 
Uh, so we're working hard to, to make those improvements, um, trying to keep you guys inspired, but we appreciate anybody comes out. Concordia does a phenomenal job with homecoming. We have a big carnival. You know, we have this, uh, you know, we have the, the Ferris wheel and the, the corn yep. dogs and all the good food and uh, rides out there. So we, we encourage everybody in the Twin Cities to come and check us out. I think it's a great atmosphere and you know, hope it be a beautiful day against a good team and some good football co combined with some, uh, some, I guess, amusement park features. So it's going to be a great afternoon. All right. Well, we look forward to it and uh, hopefully it'll add up to a, a Golden Bears win. So good luck on Saturday and we will uh, catch up with you next week. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.